Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, I'm Matthew Appleby and this is the Horticulture Week podcast. Today I'm with Young People's Horticulture Association members talking about their thoughts on careers in the horticulture industry. Um, and I'm with Chris Wiley of So Successful, Virginia Colhoun Gonzalez of Allensmore Nurseries, and Holly Geipel of Vitacress. So, welcome everybody. How are you doing? Morning. Hello. I'm <laughs> brilliant. All right. Well, good to hear, hear from you all and thanks a lot for coming. Now, just to begin, one of the stories I hear most about um, for career starters in horticulture is the careers officer said, don't do horticulture as a career. Now, is that a myth or is it true? Did that happen to any of you? What about you, Holly? Well, from from my point of view, for sure, I, I don't think I had a careers officer who even mentioned the word horticulture, um, certainly, you know, throughout secondary school. Um, I was not aware that horticulture was a career and could be a career. Um, so from, from my point of view, um, not a word was said, good or bad. And what about you, Virginia? Well, um, so I grew up in Spain mostly and I did my studies in Spain. But just before I, I started my horticulture studies back there, uh, I did also get like, you know, like, so what do you want to do when you're older? It's like, oh, I like plants. <laughs> So I did get like, either do I go to university or do I start, you know, just with college, um, you know, related with plants. And my career advisor was like, you don't want to do that. You know, just want to be a lawyer or something. So, yeah, not a lot of teachers would say, oh, yes, definitely horticulture. It's it's something to do. And like, they're all like, oh, be a doctor or something like that. All right. So a bit of an international perspective. And what about you, Chris? Well, rather like Holly, my careers advisor, I don't recall them mentioning in horticulture once uh, when I spoke to them, but it was always in my blood um, from a very young age and uh, I ignored a lot of what the school said. I didn't, uh, I'd done okay in my exams, but um, I, I hated school. I just wanted to be hands-on in the industry. So I knew that was where I was heading. So that's the conversation I had. Oh, brilliant. So it's more than 
it's more than don't do it it's just not mentioned at all so it's, a, it's certainly an education piece there which which um the industry could could work on and i think they've been working on for years but maybe not made that much progress anyway so let's just let's let's ask you know how did you actually get into the industry um let's start with chris chris how did how did you actually sort of break into it all uh, well, I suppose, as with many people, my grandparents got me into it from a young age. Uh, my, my granddad, um, his job was a painter and decorator and a gardener. So when he was doing the gardening jobs, I was out helping him and looking what he was doing. And uh, that, that was kind of set off the passion for me. And then I started growing my own plants, got my own allotment, um, and it all spiralled from there. Brilliant. And um, from, from there, you, I guess you went to, went to college and, and got a job. Yes, so I um, was working part-time at a plant nursery while at school. Um, They offered me an apprenticeship once I left school um, and I studied with the local college to me here um, and that got me to where I am today. Ah, Cool, and uh, what about you, Holly? Uh, Yeah, so uh, my route was a little little different. I I was at school and went to university to do uh, maths which is obviously one of the furthest things away from horticulture that, that some could imagine. Um, I, I progressed into a role within a retail company and worked in London, central London, for quite a long period of time. Um, and the, the company that I worked for had some nods towards um, herbs and plants, um, but obviously wasn't sort of particularly heavily um, sort of uh, embedded in it in in horticulture um and i i got to a point where i needed a bit of um work life balance back i was spending all my time either working or sat on a train coming to and from work um and i i decided to come out of london and look for a job that was going to give me a much better work life balance be much better for my mental health um and having grown up sort of outside and been lucky enough to grow up in fabulous gardens and my parents and my grandparents um, gardening was was sort of absolutely synonymous with those things that I was looking for in terms of that balance so I uh, I took a role in a garden centre um, and uh, yeah progressed through a couple of um, sort of management department manager horticulture manager and, and um, management roles within that and then um, yeah so the rest is history really um, worked for um, the garden centre for a couple of years before moving um, to a seed company um, before moving to uh, herbs where I am now. Brilliant and what about you Virginia? Well I grew up in the middle of nowhere in a very rural part of Spain where everyone had cows so <laughs> So we do a lot of like gardening, landscaping, sort of things. So I like dealing with plants, but I actually like like growing them. It's like, oh, make money with them. <laughs> but yeah, so I decided to go to college in Spain. Um, was not necessarily aimed at producing plants, but it was more like forestry aimed. But still, had a lot of like, no, you have to produce trees to plant them and have some wood out of them. But uh, then my first job was a forest firefighter because that was one of the um, jobs you did after finishing college or in between and then crisis hit the 2009 when I did finish my studies around you know 2010 11 
And so I said, right, we're not going to go to the UK because there's still some jobs over there. I've got family, I've got friends over there. So I grabbed my boyfriend and we looked around and just started working. The first nursery we found, so just general laborers and just went nursery to nursery. And now I'm at Hereford um, working as a grower supervisor, uh, producing perennials. But yeah, I mean, I've worked from a, the simplest laborer, picking out plants, cleaning I've worked my way up, you could say. But yeah, I mean, it's the world I've, I've seen. I've worked as, as other and not just as a laborer or a supervisor. I've done other jobs in the in the middle, but always related to whole culture. And I see this uh, this huge range of jobs, and it's it's quite interesting. I'm still, you know, you never know where life's taking you, you know. But I'm happy at the minute. But you never know. It's world is full of good opportunities. Oh, great. Well, it certainly seems that the, the sort of myth that, you know, anybody young in horticulture's parents owned a business. Do you, I mean, do you think that is a myth or and it needs to be exploded? What, 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 has anyone got any views on that? I think it's, um, it's a hard one, really. I guess um, certainly from from my perspective, uh, as, as you say, it's it's something I expected coming into the industry um, because um, everyone said it and, and it was so sort of, it felt when I first started working in, in garden centres that um, uh, particularly all the growers um, were, were passed down from one generation to another. So um, yes, I guess my assumption was that um, you had to have parents who who worked in the industry and, and certainly knew what they were talking about um, in order to um, in order to get a job within horticulture. But I think the more I learn about the industry and the more people I meet, the more that myth is dispelled. I think. No, brilliant. Now, what about what about you, Chris? You started your own business in the industry, didn't you? So that kind of dispels that myth even more. How, what, what's your experience of, of setting up your own business as a, as a sort of quite a young person in the industry? Well, personally, it wasn't anything to do with my parents. They didn't have any influence um, on my choices. It was kind of seen as uncool in school. It was embarrassing to say that you worked in horticulture, that you had a job in it, because it wasn't seen as something that was cool. You didn't talk about it. Your friends didn't go, oh, wow, that's amazing. It was all computer-led or um, on the PlayStation or Xbox. It was nothing about getting hands-on in the garden. So um, so I've come at a different angle from my other friends. Um, but, yeah, I started my business from help from others in the industry who persuaded me um, to take the leap because um, I worked at a well the largest um, plant and seed mail order company um, and it was uh, the ex-director from there who I was working alongside he persuaded me to take on the business myself and that's what I done and uh, here I am today. Oh, that's amazing that you should be able to set up that successful business at such a such a sort of early stage in your career now what about tips for those who, who want to end, enter the industry virginia what you, you you're obviously quite a self-starter coming from a you know from overseas to the uk and 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 you know finding some success um in horticulture what, what's your tips to other people who want, want to enter the industry well i recommend like starting from the bottom if especially if you don't have like all the status you're not sure start from the bottom just 
and just observe, you know, what other people are doing, not just your job, because at the beginning, you know, personal labourer can be a bit repetitive, can be, you know, you're not thinking a lot, they just give you a sheet or whatever, and you just, but, you know, you just, just observe what other roles might be like, you know, the sales team, you know, they're just like rushing around, you know, just checking trolleys or whatever, you know, it's like they're on the phone talking to customers, you know, just, you can actually see all this job by just stopping, or maybe not stopping too much, because otherwise you get told off, but, just seeing what other jobs roles are there, you know, maybe you fancy this patch and you're not actually working this patch. So you can see it's like, oh, that's quite interesting. This fast pace, you know, it's, it's all about what sort of job you want in the industry. If you like growing plants as well, you know, it's like, well, you can just watch what the growers are doing or they're just walking around with the lands. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's all about what you want to do. If you really like growing plants, just go, go for it. There's plenty of, of opportunities out there to grow on you know growing in a business or even start your own business as well uh, although that's a bit more complicated but yeah just to to begin just to start with to recommend just approaching your local nursery there's bound to have be some opportunities there now there's certainly a variety of jobs but is there job satisfaction holly i was interested that you mentioned earlier on about how you moved out of london and, and got into the industry you know and you mentioned mental health is the job satisfaction that is working in horticulture sort of better than working in other industries, you know, for, for your state of mind? Maybe I'm slightly biased, but um, wholeheartedly, yes, from, from my point of view, for sure. Um, I think, um, I guess it's a tricky one, but within the horticulture industry, sort of everything comes back to back to plants and everything comes back to um these sort of yeah gardening and being outside and and greenery and sort of peace and calm the heart of it are all these things which we know um are very good for mental well-being um you know physical health as much as anything as well so um from my point of view i'd say yes um you know it's it's not always an easy industry to be in um and i think um you know i don't think there's anyone in the industry who would say it is but um from my point of view it's always been worth the challenges it's always been worth the long hours um because at the end of the day it, it always comes back to back to plants back to um, gardening back to something that is generally generally very pleasurable. Oh, cool. Now, what about wages? That's another myth that wages in horticulture are bad. Is that a myth, Chris, or is it true? I mean, we've got job shortages. Surely wages are, are rising and, you know, there are decent careers with, with decent money available. What, what do you think? It's completely true, in my opinion. Um, horticulture is low paid. Um, I would love to take on a member of staff on a really good salary, but personally, I can't, and I see why others can't as well. Um, it's, and I think that's what gets you at a young age, is you're always told by your parents and grandparents that horticulture is a great industry, but there's no money in it. And that's what the schools tell you. And it's true, and that's what puts people off. Um, going back to what you were talking about with Holly, is it's great and for, for mental health. Um, obviously, it's a big thing at the moment, and doctors prescribing, etc. And I completely agree. If you want to, uh, if you want a a good job with satisfaction, then come into this industry. But um, yeah, it's the low wages do put people off. 
No, true, true enough. And we do annual salary surveys um, from the job adverts we have in Horticulture Week. Um, and it generally is reasonably low paid, but there are well-paid jobs there for people who 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 sort of rise to rise to the to the top but um I mean, obviously that's something that you like to change so um virginia just looking at the sort of your gripes about horticulture obviously chris is worried about the wage thing there is there anything that gets on your nerves what would you change if you had the power to change the horticulture industry well wages um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, wages is is a bit of a tricky, it's a tricky subject. Just because in general, I would say wages are a bit lower than equivalent positions in other industries. But then again, it's so generalised. You have to take into account as well that a lot of like prices have not gone up for plants. So in a way, like yeah, businesses sometimes cannot afford to actually pay more wages. But over here at at my workplace, we are trying to improve uh, working conditions because a lot of nurseries do lack from good working conditions in the sense that they just have a potter potty and a canteen in the middle of nowhere. So I'm just thinking that a lot of places need to aim at improving the yeah the working conditions of the sense like better, you know, for example, if you've got a caravan, you know, better caravans or like. A place where can people socialize you've got quite a few you know a better canteen all these little things that might not be paying more money to individuals anything that that improves working conditions without improving wages you know there's quite a few things that you can do there Vitacrest bring donuts every Thursday so you know other nurses can do that as well. Donuts, eh? No, well, so wages and working conditions, and that's fair enough. And that might, you know, more of that might happen as as uh, restrictions on EU workers coming in kick in and employers have to work harder to get people in. Um, so, Holly, what would you change? What are your, um, you know, issues here? Yeah. So my, my answer to that is a little less uh, tangible than Virginia's, perhaps, but um, for me, it's the ability of the industry to think outside the box. I think as an industry, um, it can be um, um, very traditional, very based on preconceptions and, and whether it's ways of working or new products or um, ways of marketing products and things like that. Just because something was done 10 years ago, 15 years ago, and it didn't work doesn't necessarily mean it's not going to work now. Um, you know, we've seen a we've seen a rise in in um, popularity in um, gardening and and horticulture coming through via social media channels, and and yeah, I think that's just one example of um, yeah of an ability to do things a little bit differently. So um, I think that's my answer. No, that's great. Um, now I just want to ask about the um, YHPA itself and what you're working on there at the moment i know you do talks um you do campaigning what what's what's going on is it anybody um, want to answer that one i'll um i can do my best i know um uh i know as a, as an organization because of um the way horticulture works with the peak season the first half of the year is is often very quiet um the second half of 2021 um, has been a little bit busy uh, and I know sort of Nat and Molly and, and the, the 
teams who work to organize it are putting on several talks. Um, this happens on quite a frequent basis um, where various figures within the industry, um, both young people and ambassadors, um, uh, give us talks. Um, I know um, Molly was um, very active at um, the Glee trade show, which happened recently. Um, so um, to the best of my knowledge at the moment, um, there's a lot of focus on um, campaigning, encouraging members to go together. I know there's a lot of work being put into trying to find a, a common date that uh, we can all meet in person for the first time. Being a relatively new organisation, um, that hasn't yet happened. No, we'll look forward to that happening, um, you know, when it can. Um, I just want to ask you all about your ambitions and, and plans for the future. Um, where would you like to be in, say, five years' time? Virginia, have you got a sort of um, career trajectory? Well, I've always strived to, like, you know, go forward, because otherwise I just get bored. <laughs> so you never know, you know, at the minute I'm happy where I am. Um, but yeah, I don't want to stay where I am in 20 years, let's say. I think that's that's basically the summary of it. But, yeah, I mean, you, you never stop improving yourself. So, you know, for example, I've, I just finished my Master in Horticulture with the RHS. So it's just, I finished that. What's next? I'm just thinking about that. And always, you know, in horticulture, there's, there's always other possibilities. If you're happy where you are, it's fine. But, you know. There's always other things you can do, move over to another company if you need to, keep good relations with your past. It's all about, you know, having a, a good networks as well of, you know, so the YPHA is a, is a good, is a great tool in that sense that, you know, you, you have a lot of people that are in a similar mindset in that sense. It's, yeah, I don't know. If no, that's, that's very useful advice. Uh, what about you, Chris? You've got your own business. Uh, where, where do you want to be in five years' time with that? Uh, well, obviously expanding the business, but uh, also what I want to do, which I'm working with one or two people at the moment on, is trying to attract more younger people into horticulture. Obviously, that's the purpose of the YPHA, but that's for young people in horticulture. I want to attract a much larger audience. And I've already um, made impressions on um, social media platforms um, like LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, just trying to, to modernise things as well. Because I feel like uh, we've touched upon it slightly today, but um, horticulture is very old school. And uh, yeah, a lot of the new developments coming through are quite attractive to younger people, like the plants and the products. But I just feel the way we do things in the industry is very old style i mean i think uh, if we can try and modernize and attract young people in horticulture that's where i want to be heading in the future no oh, great and what about you holly um i think for me in five years time i'd like to be doing more of the same of, of what i'm doing currently so um i i really enjoy working with herbs um and uh, i'd like to continue in that role um yeah, I think sort of growing, learning more, um, upskilling myself, um, meeting more people, um, but fundamentally, certainly still within the industry. Oh, great. Well, we've, had a bit of a, we've had a bit of a look into the future. Um, we finish off with a fun question about <laughs> a desert island plant. What plant would you take if you were marooned on a desert island? Um, let's start with Virginia. Oof. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I <thought> you <laughs> oh, I need to think about that. Maybe it's, 
Um, maybe Anna Louie, just because, you know, I, I, I don't know, I break, well, I don't break my leg, but, you know, I scratch myself, I can do something, <laughs> I don't know, maybe, or a coconut tree, though, that's that, oh, hmm, tricky question indeed. <laughs> well, no, like a medicinal plant, you get your coconut, that would, that would look after you, a bit of shelter, something to eat. What, what about you, Chris? Uh, you know, I'm going to go with something quite um, unusual, but in saying Alcamilla mollis. Um, most of the year I'm, I'm there, um, outgoing, um, flowering away, and then in the winter I die down a bit. You don't hear much of me, but feed me, water me well, I'll come back to life and I'll go on for many years to come. Superb. And um, finally, what about you, Holly? Well, I think for me, uh, I'm also going to take a tree. I'm also going to go with a tree uh, and I'm going to go with a ginkgo tree. Uh, I'm lucky enough to have one of these in my garden at home. And every time I look at it, um, it's a reminder that, um, you know, it's been standing there for such a long time. Ginkgo trees are, uh, you know, uh, said to be um, fossil trees and, and prehistoric trees and outliving the dinosaurs. So I think if I've got one of those on my desert island, it's a bit of a bit of a reminder that I can survive anything. Superb. Now, we've covered quite a lot of ground there. I've heard some really refreshing perspectives. We've talked a bit about wages and working conditions. Um, perhaps one of the answers is donuts. I don't know. That's a bit flippant. There's, it's, a, it's much more serious than that, and we know that, um, to attract more young people into the industry. But I think the YHPA is a great body for showing that the industry can be really sort of young and vibrant without being too patronising there. But um hopefully um you know through social media as chris says that that was is a good way to attract new talent um but we've had some really heard some really really good advice and good perspectives particularly about um the, the mental health benefits of working with plants which um people perhaps don't you know from the older school don't really think about so much they just maybe take that for granted so thanks for listening to the horticulture podcast with me matthew appleby and thanks to yhba's Holly Geipel, Virginia Colhoun Gonzalez, and Chris Wiley. Until next time, thanks and bye for now. This Horticulture Week podcast is produced and edited by Christina Taylor. To make sure you don't miss the next one, subscribe to Horticulture Week podcast or follow on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or your favourite podcast supplier. And you can find more podcasts, horticulture news, industry analysis, exclusive reports, insight and data at horticultureweek.co.uk. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.